This is Gabriel Saving Bernice Part 10 Monday Morning Blues We walked around the pond And I was still in shock But I couldn't tell her Or I could not show her I'm in it now So I must see it through I need to stop listening to other people and listen to my own head and my own heart. My sister got me in this mess, telling me I was a good man and I should start on a dating site. Well, I got news for you folks. (laughs) No Christmas Present for her. I've had it. Tough guy, aren't I? Let me tell you, I was so happy. I have a black cat named Spartacus. He don't need nothing but food and his thing changed twice a day. You know, the kitty litter. What else do I need? I have a big screen TV. I have a business that makes me just enough money to be happy. And a garage. Life was good. Why did I complicate it? Oh, well. After we're done walking around the pond, we said our goodbyes. I gave her a kiss and patted her on the butt. And, of course, on the way home, I received a call. It was her. She actually asked me if this was too much for you. She said to me, I replied, honey, you have no idea what I can handle. Will you still love me when this is all over? That's entirely up to you, sweetheart. I said, what does that mean? She said, I told you, women hold all the power. And what are you? I'm a woman? She replied. (laughs) Or should I say she asked? (laughs) Listen here, young lady. I'm with you as long as you let me. I asked her if she was home yet. I just pulled into the driveway. And guess who was here early? I asked her, is he in the house? 
All three of them came out of the house. Yes, Gabriel, he was in the house. We're going to have to change that. They're starting to walk towards me, she said, and I can't talk anymore. Okay, that's fine. Goodbye, but I must talk to you later. Please call me when they're down to sleep, the kids, please. And we hung up. She called me that Sunday evening. It was probably about around 9 p.m. She told me that the kids had been asleep for a good 45 minutes. Are you sure, I asked. Oh, yeah, I made sure, honey, she said. He really wore them out this time. What must you talk to me about, Gabriel, she said. That's the problem, Bernice. You don't see the problem. Do you know where he lives? Well, he bought himself a townhouse. Do you realize, I said to her, he's probably had that townhouse all along. And that's where he takes his women. Don't say that, please. Oh, okay, I won't say that. And it's probably already bought and paid for already, I added to it. I asked her, where is it? She told me. Ugh, I growled. And I told her, then, uh, do you ever watch TV? No, not really, she said. I'd rather read a book or I'm just too busy with the kids, Gabriel. That's fine, sweetheart. And that's commendable, I said. There's nothing but junk on the TV anyways. However, the place where he lives is in commercials all the time. It's a singles complex for people who can who can afford it. Are you serious? She asked. It would be nice to find out how long he's had this townhouse. And don't worry. The lawyer will find out for us. That's what we hire him for. This can work to our advantage, honey, I said. Remember, please, right now, I do not exist, I told her. Next, watch out for your daughter. She's going to gather information for him. Wait, what? Why are you saying that, Gabriel? Ugh. Okay, honey. Because daughters love their fathers and sons love their mother. It's human nature. I'm sure that he was... He's asked your daughter to keep an eye on you. Something is going on with you. You're acting differently. And believe me, she wants to please him. 
she wants to really be with him. He's shown her what, how the grass is greener. You follow? I kind of do. She does not want to be with you. Does she ever roll her eyes or scoff every time you talk to her? Does she start treating you like she's the mother and you're the child yet? Well, now that you mention it, yes. Yes, she's starting to do this. And did it start like a month or two ago? It did. Bernice, when we became more intimate, your personality changed and your husband sensed it. And the only one that he can ask is your daughter for information. Your son's too young yet. And if she doesn't have any, she'll just make his something up just to please him. Don't stop loving her. Just be wary of her actions. Or what you say around her, please. We aren't ready for her to know about us yet. Once we have the lawyer lined up and we have the real estate agent lined up, then if something slips, it's okay. But... You don't want to volunteer information. Never volunteer information. My mother would always say to me, Oh, that makes sense, Gabriel. And I understand where you're coming from. I will do my best, but please don't be mad at me if I slip up. I just love you that much, she said to me. I replied, if you slip up, you slip up. It's okay. I have a plan B and a plan C already in the works. That's why I needed time to be alone. Honey, um, look, and in the future, if I ask for that kind of time, You have to give it to me without question, please. I understand now, Gabriel. Good night, she said. I said, good night, honey. Honey, baby, and with that, we both hung up. I knew I had two jobs in the morning, and the afternoon would be hers that Monday morning trying to reach Counselor Horn, if he even exists anymore. I won't even play with the phone book that she gave me when I arrived at the pond. Right now, I must lock down a good lawyer. That's everything right now, and it's got to be a woman, I thought. Well, Monday morning came and went. Same routine. Different garage. <laughs> Boy. Anyways, I gave both of the jobs discounts because they both needed them. I would tell 
the customers, I'm not here to get rich. I'm just here to help you nowadays. I take a little for my labor, and you also pay for supplies I use. However, you can tell these folks are grateful for me. First, I've saved them anywhere from two to $500, no kidding, and back then in the 2000s. And they have extra money left over, and you have to realize they've been saving their Social Security check for months without a garage during the Chicago winter just so they could get it fixed in the spring. You know, and they would ask me, what extra can we put on this garage to make it uh, last longer or better now that I have a little money? So I don't have to call you back, Gabriel. And if they needed something, I would tell them. And if they didn't need anything, I would also say, everything is fine the way it is. You should last a good five years at least. And here is my sticker. And I would walk them over. And I'd show them where I put them all. I put one under the wall button on the wall that opens the door and closes the door. I put one here on the bottom of the opener. So all you have to do is look up and see. Gabriel the angel, they would say. And then I stuck one on the door itself. So if you need me, I hope you remember me and that I give you a good price. Oh, we will. Trust me. And then I would point to the sky and say, Gabriel, like the angel. And they would remember that. No kidding. Through the years, I didn't have to advertise because I built up such a business, it was all buddy referrals and same customers. And I really liked it because they all knew me and I knew them. They were like old friends when they would call and to get their door fixed. Gabriel, it's broke. And I would say, oh, I remember you. You had this, this, and this wrong. Yes, that's me, Gabriel. And you fixed it perfect, they would say. And it even came to the point the last two years of me working, I knew there was something wrong, folks. I just couldn't put my finger on it, and I refused to go to the hospital. If you've been listening to other books or episodes on the free podcast, Gabriel's Stories, Gabriel's Wings, My Story podcast. 
I won't be able to help you anymore. Something's wrong with me. And I hadn't been to, since the army, I hadn't been to a doctor. And I don't know what it is. And I think I'm going to retire early. I'm losing my strength. No, they would say. You can't. Why don't you go find out what it is? And they'd get really concerned because I was the garage door guy and nobody gave it away like I did. Honest to goodness, guys. If you only knew, that's one of my favorite things. If you only knew. And I would just say, no, my body is telling me I have to stop. I've worked all my life, and I felt like I lost a lot of friends when I stopped doing garage doors. Okay, folks, I'll get off my soapbox. Back to the story. So that afternoon, I couldn't relax. I couldn't putz around the garage. I had to get right to it. So I sat at my desk, and it was easy to find Counselor Horn. He was right where I left him, right where he always was. I gave him a call and asked him, this is Gabriel so-and-so. Do you remember me? And, of course, he said no. And I said, it's a good thing as far as I was concerned. And it had been a couple decades since I've used you. He was an old man now, older than me, you know, probably in his 60s. And I was in my 40s at the time, 45 or something. I should say probably... It was probably his time to retire. I said, I won't bore you with the way you helped me out and threw some names at him, though. And he says, oh, oh, okay. Then he knew who I was. Counselor, what I'm looking for, sir, is a good woman lawyer for a lady friend of mine who's getting a divorce and her husband's trying to take advantage of her. She lives in such and such county, and I gave him the name, which was a different county than he resided in which did not give him the same connections, if you know what I'm trying to say, folks. Does anybody come to mind that is like you, sir, that I can trust? You know what I'm trying to say. Of course I do, he said, very serious in his tone. He said, I said, Thank you very much for understanding, sir. He said, does she have money? Well, I said, (laughs) her husband is a multimillionaire, so I would say yes. 
Yes, she has money. If I get a find a good lawyer, then do I have the lawyer for you? And just the way he said that, I knew I could tick that box. And this divorce was going to be epic. He asked if I had a pen and paper handy. I said, yes, sir. Go with it, please, I said. I wrote down her name, phone number, and address. He gave all three to me. Thank you so much, sir. I'm just helping her out, and she's in a bad way. You do not have to explain anything to me. I remember you now, he said. You were the one with the gang, right? And I kind of smirked embarrassingly and said, yes, sir. That was 20 years ago. I was that man. Did it work out, my advice, I mean? Yes, sir, it worked out perfect. I told the judge exactly what you told me to say, and it worked perfectly. And thank you again. I feel like I owe you something. You don't owe me a thing. Everything's already been taken care of by such and such. As far as I'm concerned, maybe a handshake, he said. I said, yes, sir, I can manage one of those next time I see you. Thank you for taking my call, sir. I know usually consultations cost money. Don't worry about it, I said. Everything has been taken care of. I just make a phone call and it's done. We said our goodbyes and with that I hung up. While we were talking, I'm sure he looked me up on the computer or his, uh, of his consultation in cases, unless he's that good or he just remembered the names I was throwing out there. That kind of sounds like it, don't it? Hey, Ma, please be quiet. I'm trying to do a podcast down here.